Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Wednesday, July 22nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from April 1st. We'll be back with new episodes on August 10th. Welcome back all to Rocket City Lift. I am Brett Goodeman. And I'm Tara Bolger. And we are the pastors at First Presbyterian Church of Huntsville, Alabama. So glad you could join us today. We are continuing our conversation about our spiritual checkup on lungs and breath. The passage we'll be looking at today is from Ezekiel, and it is a fun one. But before we get to that, let us open with a prayer. Friends, this is a prayer from St. Augustine. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work, too, may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I may always be holy. Amen. Amen. Our scripture passage today comes from the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verses 1 through 14. Listen for a word from God. The hand of the Lord came upon me, And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There was very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and as I prophesied, Suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, mortal, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he commanded, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet, a vast multitude. Then he said to me, Mortal, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are cut off completely. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, I am going to open your graves. And bring you up from the graves, O my people, and I will bring you back to the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord 
when I open your graves and bring you up from your graves, O my people. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, has spoken and will act, says the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So this passage begins with Ezekiel in a valley. And Brett, I know you grew up in the desert in Tucson in a similar valley. Tell us what it's like there. Yeah, so Tucson is actually called the Valley of the Sun as there's mountain ranges surrounding the whole town. And let me tell you, in Tucson, it's very beautiful to look at, but every piece of nature is trying to hurt you. (laughs) Every cactus, even the trees are rough and prickly to touch. When I moved to North Carolina, I can literally remember like petting cherry bark because (laughs) it was so smooth and it didn't hurt my hand. And I think that this is where that this idea of nature trying to hurt us is, is kind of where the Israelites, where Ezekiel is prophesying, find themselves, where it feels like everything around them in their environment is trying to prick them, is trying to snag them, is trying to hurt them. That's really interesting, too, because I also feel like we live in a time right now when there are germs in our environment that can hurt us. Yeah. Um, And so that similar feeling of kind of being trapped in this place that isn't safe. So what do you think about the passage, though? I mean, to me, I have to say, it sounds like a ghost story. It does like sound like a ghost story. Like something you would story. tell at night with lots of drama. I picture Charles Dickens around a fire <laughs> saying this ghost story. And it, and it is kind of weird if we have this specter who's leading Ezekiel through in this prophecy. But I think what is so uh, wonderful about this passage is we see a resurrection, a new life of these bones. And I think, especially where we're at now, it's not Ezekiel who makes them resurrect. Ezekiel prophesizes. Ezekiel breathes out the breath of God. The, the term ruah, the Hebrew term ruah, occurs 10 times, which can be translated as spirit breath, wind, and it, and our translation kind of hops back and forth between all those, and there's some fun wordplay. But ultimately, it's the breath, it's the spirit that comes from God into us, and then we breathe out, and it's that spirit, that breath, that resurrects. And so, in this time of corona and of COVID, of germs, it's not our job to resurrect. It's our job to breathe out the breath of God. I have to tell you that this is one of my absolutely favorite passages in the Bible. And I love it because I'm a reader and Hmm. I love the imagery. Um, You know, the whole army of Israel standing up in this desert, dark place just is incredible. Yeah. And the thing that I love about it theologically is that God does all the work. Yeah. I mean, Ezekiel may prophesy, but he's only doing it because God said. And I take such comfort in the fact that the Lord God is powerful 
and that the Lord God breathes life and love even into the most desperate circumstances. And I, I think I've also had times in my life that felt so dry hmm. and I felt so spiritually dead. And at the, you know, when you're in that moment, you think it will last forever, but it doesn't because God's grace is still there. Um, and I do think it's interesting, right? Um, during this, this time, it's like, we don't want to be breathing on anyone, yeah. right? But I do Keep think... That breath away totally, from me. Um, but I do, I have been asking myself, what does it mean to breathe life and love to people even when I can't be with them? And that's one of the reasons I love our church, because I think they're doing that really well when they call and check on people and... Yeah, it it has it has brought about for churches all over the country. What does ministry look like in this circumstance today? And I think it's a wonderful question that we're asking. And hopefully, even when this virus ends, we'll continue to ask: What does ministry? What does breathing love and life of great and grace from God to God's people look like? And I just thought of this, but I love it too. Um, Sometimes in the church, because we associate the church so much with our buildings, we think that people have to come to us for us to minister to them. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, God goes where the bones are. Mm. God does not bring all of Israel to where God is. God goes out to the bones. And that's what this time is forcing us to do, to reach out to people, because they can't come to us anymore. Um, And I kind of love that. We have to always be a reaching out community going to where the dry bones are. Amen. Amen. And we're going to close with a reading. It's a quote by Thomas Merton from his book, No Man is an Island, on page five. A quick note, this quote describes humanity in the masculine form, and we're going to keep it that way to honor the quote. But no, it applies to all genders. The truth I must love in my brother is God himself living in him. I must seek the life of the Spirit of God breathing in him. And I can only discern and follow that mysterious life by the action of the same Holy Spirit living and acting in the depths of my own heart. Amen. Friends, please join us again on Friday. And don't forget to subscribe to this channel so you know when new episodes come out. Now, may you each go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you.